Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of If We Can Just Say. This is our 28th episode, y'all. That is shocking. I am your host, Jessica Carter Ogle, and with me as always is my husband, Stephen Ogle. Hey, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you all have had a good week. How about you, Stephen? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I mean, cat's out of the bag, I guess, early on. We're recording uh, two days back to back because we're traveling. So yeah. this this episode is kind of, we, we recorded it a week early. But I just realized when I asked no him how his week was, he already told me yesterday. I mean, I also live with him and we are housebound together as though it was pandemic again for like two weeks. Yes. So. But not to be... Uh, well, I mean, we didn't tell everybody everything because we had our anniversary on Sunday and we, we didn't did. really tell everybody what we did. Because we didn't do anything yet. Because the first thing we did was record our podcast. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> celebrate anniversary, record podcast. Yes. It was just a low-key casual. Yeah. You'll hear about our first anniversary momentarily, but our second anniversary was... Very low-key. I mean, I told her all weekend, I was like, you know, we got married the first year, the second year, like our first year anniversary, we had our reception, which we're going to talk about today. And then this year, I was like, we, we had two basically big parties two years in a row. I mean, it's totally cool to be low-key. I, I feel like we made up more than enough years. We don't have to do much. And then I realized that I've been married to a man for two years who doesn't know me. <laughs> and it was really hard for me for a minute because what kind of asinine BS is that? <laughs> I mean, we threw parties for days the last two I years. Know, and then great. this year, we don't we don't need great. to do anything. We just well, chill. Well, I wanted to do something, but I... And I mentioned this in the last podcast too, just like going stir crazy. Like today was my first day back at work since September 2nd, I want to say. Back in office. Yes, back in office. So uh, the Thursday before, oh no, because uh, the, the Tuesday before Labor Day was the last day I was in office. Wow. Yeah. And then I went back today just from being sick and stuff. So I've been going stir crazy. I feel like our lives we do nothing in our life and we just sit in our house and I'm starting to lose my mind a little bit. Obviously we don't do nothing because we have a podcast to talk about stuff we do. But we did go to dinner yesterday or like an early lunch at one of our favorite spots. Yep. Uh, the place is called uh, Miguel's. Mr. Miguel's. Mr. It's Miguel's. Beep, yeah, sorry. I always professional, Mr. I, Miguel's. I forget the Mr. part, but uh, it's a new Mexican restaurant that's opened up uh I guess it opened in the spring, I think. Maybe yeah. maybe a little bit before then, but it's in our area. Finally. It's a third location. Yeah. I've talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, I've talked about how in our area we've not had a good Mexican place. Yeah. We've had Taco Bell. That's yeah. it. And we've had other places, but uh, they're not we really, don't like them. they're not worth re- mentioning. But Mr. Miguel's has some Mexican food that's good. Let me we tell you. We are like addicted to their Mexican pizzas. Yes. So and, good. And it's an appetizer. So it's very well priced, yeah. but it's the size of a full pizza. If you went to like a brick oven place and got a pizza and Sundays they have happy hour all day. Yep. Half off appetizers. Yeah. Oh man. It's a good time. I got a cherry margarita. I never get margaritas. Yeah. You know, a cherry margarita. And then we finished the rest of our reception cake that had been in our freezer. Yeah. I I wish they had more of a beer selection. I will say that. Their beer selection is is very small. Um, that was slightly disappointed because I We should have got a cerveza. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like... One in Mexico. Yeah, I guess. I should have got like That's why a, I got a margarita. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I just wanted a little bit more out of their beer selection, but there was not much there so i just 
Just got a regular yeah. old beer. So basically, we podcasted, went to Mr. Miguel's, ate like a giant amount of cake. Yep. And then just watched TV. Yep. Watched so. a couple movies. Had a double feature. Yeah. He was thrilled, and I was just like coming out of my skin. <laughs> so. <laughs> But they we'll say opposites about, attract, and they ain't lying. But we'll talk about the double feature later in this podcast. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we have a big story for today that's going to take up a good section of our podcast, which is talking about our reception. Y'all, it was 2021. literally the best reception ever, I think, probably. Yep. If you were to poll our guests, I got really good feedback, and I think... They pretty much felt they were at the best reception ever. So for those of you that might be new to the podcast, um, we got married in 2020, September 18th, 2020, during the pandemic, 13 people at the wedding. That was it. Very small wedding. And then we decided to have our reception a year later when everybody could come to town. Hopefully. Everyone came to town. And yeah. it was great. Yeah, we had a lot of like my family came in, which was amazing. My aunt and my uncle and my aunt was just an amazing help. They came in from Florida. My uncle came from Arizona. My cousin and her husband came from Missouri. My cousin and her husband came from Georgia. Yep. My best friend and her husband came from California. Stephen's mom came in. His cousin and her husband came in. From a- Texas. And both of my Cassies that live in Missouri came in with their husbands. So that was awesome. We had probably about what 55 56 people Ooh, yeah all of our close um friends and family that are also here in michigan yeah. came which was awesome and i think yeah we had about six tables with on average maybe seven people at them yeah. so we had six round tables yeah oh my gosh it was there was so many people it was here. so fun it was just so fun and it was like a five-day party so the reception was on saturday most of my family arrived thursday yep. and left about monday yeah, which, so, which was good because we have Sophia, and yeah. she needed to meet people before she met 50 people yeah, all at once. So sure. that worked out great for her to meet some people on Thursday night, meet some people on Friday, and then Saturday, of course, unfortunately, um, you know, due to the number of people, we felt yeah. it was best to, you know, give her some some drugs that we would give her when she goes to the vet yeah. just, to, just to calm her nerves yep. a little bit. Um, and, and that worked out great. Yeah. I have no regrets on that. No, she was totally fine until about nine or 10 o'clock that night. She was coming off and boy, was she ready. Cause our reception started at what? One? One. Yeah. And I thought people would be gone by like six. (laughs) Some people were, but there was, there was a good, the party was going till almost midnight. Yeah. At least half the people stayed. So Yeah. yeah, it was a good time. So it was just a lot of fun. I loved having having everyone here. I have so many pictures of just the lead up and everything. Like my mom, your mom, my aunt, they did so much. That first night, my aunt drove from Florida, got in. Well, she drove a little bit Wednesday and a little bit Thursday. But as soon as she came in, like they went to work, the moms making all the flatware, napkin stuff put together, putting all the almonds and mints in containers for the tables, just all of that stuff. Like those ladies were killing it. The definitely the un, unsung heroes of of the weekend was your mom, my mom, Aunt Cheryl, and Stephanie. Yes, and when Steph got in, she oh, got in Friday, I man. think, and she sprung into action too to like yeah. help and, and do so much. And your uncle Johnny, your uncle Johnny cleaned our kitchen. Yes, he did. He did. He 
like he disappeared for like probably yeah. a good two hours and cleaned our yes, kitchen did, top to bottom, which was and, awesome. Yeah, and that was great. And that was, and uh, you know, we had Miguel here, not Miguel, sorry, Esteban here doing tacos, yes. and he cleaned up after himself, but also Johnny cleaned up after everybody oh, yeah. else. So we had, like we talked about Esteban, like he, when I called him and said, "Hey." plans changed for where we're going to be doing this but don't worry it's a kitchen you're already familiar with because you've been at our house already yeah he was just set up in the kitchen just cooking he yep. was great like and yep. he he at the end of the day we had him come out and hang out a bit but he cleaned everything like he even got found like a, a casserole dish in my cabinet like a pyrex casserole dish to put all the leftover pasta in and he put plastic wrap on it so i could just put it right in the in the oven he was amazing he put everything in like ziploc bags and all the extra stuff and there wasn't even there was a lot of extra but there was still so much food and people loved it yeah. people loved our food yeah we had we had a lot we had two cakes uh, which i'm sure we're going to get into that but we had some cake that ended up being in, like our refrigerator when you opened it up you could tell we had had a party because it was like yeah stacked full of stuff so we did when we got married we did a small two-tier cake Yep. And then my mom, if you guys recall me saying, was like, this was not enough cake. Like, we did not have enough. <laughs> and we went through Iverson's Bakery in Dearborn, which is amazing. And so I was like, fine, we'll do a three-tier cake. We did a three-tier white cake that looked like our wedding cake, and that was the bride cake. And then we did a three-tier red velvet cake that was a black and white comic book cake, and that was the groom cake. So you guys will see <laughs> pictures. These cakes were amazing. Yeah, they were cool. Um, the comic book cake was really fun. I just gave them symbols uh, for uh, different superheroes between Marvel and DC, and uh, they made the symbols and put them on the sides of the cake, which was cool. And then Jess had this uh, Catwoman and Batman topper. Oh, yeah. I had a Catwoman and Batman topper for which, us. Which yeah. was very cool. So, yeah, I got plenty of photos of that. Um, that was super cool. I mean, I just – a shout-out to, like, my family is amazing. Like, I am just so blessed, so lucky. Uh, both of our families, like, we are so lucky. And I was just so happy – to have everyone here. Like, like I said, when I went to my cousin's wedding in Georgia and we were all staying in those like, um, I don't know, cabins by each other. Yeah. I said, this is what I want. I want everyone here. And not only Rebecca stayed with us, Stephen's mom, but everyone else was near and everyone was here and it was just bustling and all of my family was here and they were doing stuff. And it was just so cool. We had a huge tub of popcorn for our, our love is popping popcorn bags that yeah. we got when we thought our wedding was going to be this day. So we had that and yeah. It was just so awesome. We we had enough liquor. I think you could have had three parties. We had enough liquor to where everyone could have probably taken a fifth. A fifth or at least a bottle of wine home. Yeah, we had so much. It was over. ridiculous. Like we people were like, oh my God, this is the best wedding ever. Look at all this liquor. And people did, get, a lot of people probably got overserved. We did they have. They overserved themselves They though. did overserve themselves. We did have, um. Steven's cousin, who is the bodybuilder, doing like some push-up stuff, army crawl stuff on our patio. And one yep. of our family friends was like, oh, I can do that. And ended up smashing his face on the oh, busting gosh. up between his eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah. His girlfriend, who I believe at the time was a nurse, was like, you should have got stitches. But instead, he just slept it off. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Um, so your cousin yeah. and his wife drank a bit. Yeah. I drank a bit. 
They, they, uh, yeah, they, they drank enough that uh, they missed their four o'clock flight. They the had morning. a four a.m. flight. Four which a.m. Is amazing to me that they even did that. What? And they didn't leave our house till almost eleven. And they could not get up, so which was cool because they yeah. ended up staying an extra day and hung so, out. <laughs> so, uh, so what Adam told me was, is he's like I, uh, the the alarm went off, and he's like, I could just see it, me carrying my bag, Tara's bag, and then Tara over my shoulder trying to get through the airport at four in the morning. He's like, Nah, screw it, and he hit the he turned off the alarm. He's like, We'll just change our flight. And when the we only wake up. person I know that's worse than you in the morning is Tara. Oh, so Tara, I, I love you, but you know, you know, you're the worst imagine. between the two of us. Oh, I'm one bad, other though. thing too. That morning, um, we I had ordered all these tablecloths off Amazon. Oh, and yeah. I ordered so. I or, the tables were like 60 inch and I ordered tablecloths for 60 inch tables. And when I went to put them on the table, they were literally 60 inch tablecloths with no overhang. So, you know, we rented these tables. The wood is not like amazing and you can see like the metal edges. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And I sent the picture to my mom who was like, well, I guess that's just what we have to do. Well, back it up actually, because even when the table and chairs came to be delivered, my mom oh. ordered round tables and white chairs and the guy started offloading black chairs. Oh, boy. And I was in the process of saying something to the guy about like, oh, we had ordered white chairs. And was it Steph or you that was there and ran to get my Oh, mom? it was Steph. Steph so was Steph, like, I'll go get Mama Steph Carter. Steph is also like, she's hilarious because I'm, I always was like, you're you're my best friend, but you're also the little sister I never wanted because you're kind of like a tattletale. You're always like running to like <laughs> hilarious. So I I remember like she was like, oh, I'm going to go get Mama Carter. And she like ran off. So as I'm starting to handle it, my mom comes storming in the ground. She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I ordered white chairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, she's my like. Gosh. And the one guy that delivered it looked like he was half dead. And I'm like, just get get this stuff. I don't want this guy to collapse. Yeah. The guy had like showed up. Like I got him bottles of water. One guy had like, he had oh, he was wearing a gray shirt, but it looked black because it was just sweat oh. all the way down it. They, they was, they're on their last delivery of the day or whatever. And uh, she's like, well, I ordered white chairs, not black chairs. This is a wedding, not a funeral. Yes. And oh I was like, gosh. I had to she turn around because I was happy. like, oh, my gosh. I love my mom. She can get like mm, Z snapping all up in the place. And like somehow, I don't know how, but they managed to have the right number of chairs yeah. in their truck. So, they had like a so, couple extra. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was so we got all that taken care of. We get everything set up. The tent people come, that last minute tent that my dad saved the day with, which yep. looked amazing. And then um, the tablecloth situation. So when I sent it to my mom, she's like, well, I guess that's just what we have to do. And then I sent it to my aunt who said, oh, heck no, we yeah. can't have that. And she actually stopped at a Dollar Tree on her way. And she got white plastic tablecloths for everything. And then we put the cloth one over it. Yep. And it actually looked really nice because it was like two tiers of tablecloth. And they came over, and then as I was starting to get ready, they um, started to decorate all the tables, which was really cool. And my cousin Kelly was here, and so she did my hair for me, and she let she, me borrow. She what? did my hair as well, and yeah. my beard as and well. And she yeah. let me borrow the headpiece she wore in her wedding, and I wore it for my reception day, which was really cool. And yes, yeah, Stephen didn't... Stephen stupidly wore a hat all day so that when he went to take his hat <laughs> off for the reception he had a dent in his head so I had hat hair, yeah, I he had gonna... to have his hair flat ironed 
for his reception. Yeah, it looked great though. It she did made look it, good. She made it look awesome. It did look Ke- good. Kelly was here to save the day. It did look good. Yeah, and then we had the same photographer, Sean and Aaron. Shout out. Yeah. Um, from our wedding, came to our reception, and we just had them here to do random pictures like we did take some nice pictures unfortunately steven changed his clothes into a less than stellar outfit to do a lot of our pictures you know we mentioned and i got in trouble that i didn't lay out an outfit for him to wear we we mentioned in the previous episode that you know we got a tent because we finally convinced jess that it's going to be way too hot for for this to not have a tent because people are going to leave and like I wore jeans and a and a button up you long very sleeve handsome. and I, your I, sleeves were rolled. Yeah, I I tried to roll the sleeves. I was sweating through my shirt. It was not a good situation. I was like, I got to get out of this. So I went and changed clothes. And admittedly, I hate all the photos I'm in after I change yeah, clothes. Yeah, that stupid outfit. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh It doesn't it doesn't look right, that's no. for sure. No, but I was just like, I'm done. I'm tired of being... I'm not going to sweat at my own party at my own house. I'm just, but I'm we did have s- some sweat. good pictures. We had pictures with our family, with our cousins, with like... We have a picture of all of us, like my mom, my dad, yep. you, me, my brother, and your mom. That's really cool. Yep. And we have a whole picture of everybody. So if you recall, one of my favorite things from our w- wedding was we got a picture of everyone that was there. Yeah. So we did the same thing for the reception. And Stephanie, the best friend that she is ran around just grabbing everyone and hustling everybody to the corner so we could yep. get a picture and we got a picture of everyone that was there which and it came out great which was really cool which i know is a lot of editing work on sean and aaron's part but <laughs> they did a yeah. great job and, and that looked awesome and i didn't change before the photos were over i made sure Correct. we got all our all our photos that we wanted before i changed you also didn't change before your guitar serenade talk a little bit about that uh, that was a surprise for me yeah i had planned that um, I knew I was going to do something probably a month or two prior to, um, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was trying to figure out, you know, what, what I could do. Cause I, I, you know, I've been playing guitar since I was 13 and writing songs and stuff and lyrics have never been a thing that come to me. I can write music as long as the day is long. Like I can write all day long chords and progressions and stuff and put that together. Lyrics just don't come to me. And, excuse me, and like two weeks before the reception, I wrote two songs within two days. And I was like, wow. And I was like, all right. Well, I guess. Motivated by love, y'all. I guess I'm going to play these two songs. And then my third song was a Sister Hazel song. Yeah. And Which I like a lot more now after (laughs) I was serenaded. (laughs) So I, I started with that song and then I did two of my own songs as well and uh there's videos of those um but we never one was about me yes well they were both about you actually well goodness give me some you know they were both about about her your love for me got your songs and whatnot jiminy cricket oh geez here we go um so yeah like i said one was the sister hazel song uh the second song i did was a song called the oreo blues yeah oreo cookie blues sorry um i thought it was just the oreo blues no uh, maybe it is. There's I don't know. There's no remember. cookie in it. It's not finalized. This is why men need women. Eh, ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but uh, that song went over very well. Um, it's a, it's uh, a funny song. Yeah. The the words from uh, Wes was is that I'm uh, telling the real man's struggle. And I was like. Oh. And if you know Wes, that's yeah. just as ridiculous as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I did another song as well. Um 
called Heart Racer, um, which is about her as well. So yeah, so I did a couple songs there, and that was fun. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I felt like now every time I hear this Sister Hazel song, I tear up. Oh, <laughs> I've um, heard it a million times in my life, but now yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I did that in front of everybody. I everybody was out there and uh, yeah, that was you know, sweet. I just I disappeared for a few minutes and I I had mentioned to your dad I was like get everybody out there because your dad was the only person that knew. Nobody my else dad knew. was basically our MC. Yeah, my dad's awesome. Like he he can command the audience and he yep. announced us coming in and he said like a nice toast and everything before we ate and yeah yeah. Yeah, and it's, between him and staff, like everyone's moving how they need to be moving. <laughs> yeah, and and your dad, your dad did this cool thing where he talked about, um, you know, when he did the toast, he talked about those that have come before us that aren't here, yeah, that have passed away, meaning our grandparents and my dad your and dad, stuff, yeah. and uh, that was very cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, he always tries to make sure that he recognizes that, and I think especially for like them and their parents, but especially for you and making yeah. sure that your dad is represented. Yeah, and uh, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that Sean, Sean, Aaron, and your dad were the only people that knew I was going to play. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I I didn't tell anybody because I wasn't I wasn't certain. Yeah, and I was practicing on days that she was in office. I was practicing while she was in office. Yeah, that was back when I was working at U of M. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play when she was home and I was working from home. I would. I yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so I kept it kept it as a secret. Another thing about talking about like your dad being there, um, I did. I got a picture frame that was horizontal and it had three yeah. five by seven pictures in it. And so what I did was I put a picture. Uh, I don't remember the exact order. I think it is. Your mom and dad on the left in their yep. wedding day as they're yep. like walking down the aisle, me and you on our wedding day, and then my mom and dad on their wedding day. And it's really cool because both of our parents got married in 1978, which is like um, white clothes fever. And so our moms have on white dresses and our dads have on white suits, white pants, white jacket, <laughs> white shirt, white shoes. Yeah. And then him and I are in the middle and it just balances out really cool. Like I'll post a picture of it. And that was something I really wanted to do because I just wanted all of us yeah. represented and all of us there. And, you know, I'm so lucky to have my parents still be together, which is not as common nowadays. And, yeah. you know, your dad, unfortunately, has passed away, but your parents were together and your mom still loves him as much as she ever did. And yeah. then there's like you and I in the middle that were created out of those loves so yeah i liked that that's hanging up in our hallway um i had uh our sound system uh sound my dad's sound system really uh that was passed on to me when he passed um that uh was sitting in our florida room with the speakers facing yeah. out so we could hear have music going so i had music going pretty much friday where everything was getting set up i had a playlist set up for that and then i had a playlist set up for dancing yeah. when we decided to dance um, but in the playlist, um, I had a song by Dan Knowles that he wrote with my dad called Walton and four, four time. Yeah. That's a good so one. So that was uh, another thing of, you know, having my yeah. dad's memory being involved, which was cool. He also had a lot of Marvel stuff on the soundtrack and <laughs> yeah. my cousin Katie's husband, Darren is also like a Marvel comic book nerd. And I yeah. saw him go up to Steven and go, I'm hearing a lot of Marvel soundtrack on this playlist. <laughs> and I was like, I can't even with you two. 
Yeah. I can't even handle it. Yeah, I put uh, I put a few things in there. Let's see. Um, let's pull it up. Well, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, I had some blue suede hooked on a feeling. Let's see. Uh, we had the raspberries go all the way. We had Elvin Bishop fooled around and fell Obviously. in love, which is our song. Um, David Bowie, um, Moon Age Day. All Day- of this Moon is Daydream. the Guardian soundtrack. Absolutely. I Want You Back, Jackson 5. One of my favorites that I started the day with, both Saturday and uh, both Friday and Saturday when we were setting stuff up, "Come and Get Your Love" by Redbone. He also that played, was the groove. Um, Shoop by <laughs> Salt and Pepper, which sorry, Salt and Pepper, which had he had high hopes of Kelly breaking it down. Yeah, so I told Kelly, you know, I was like, whenever, whenever we get ready to do the dance and stuff, I was, you know, and and start dancing on our patio or whatever. If, whenever we want to do that i've got just the song to start with and i think it'll work i I have i think it's going to work with you she goes all right i'm ready whenever you want to whenever you want to throw that out there we'll see what happens and so i threw on some shoop and uh immediately kelly starts busting a move yeah his shoulders popping shoulders popping knows all the words oh man it was great it was everything i wanted it was wonderful Yeah. And then we also had like cornhole set up and horseshoe set up, which yep. were, was fun for people to play. It was and fun then, for people. Soph wanted to play as well. Soph, when she Woo! started coming out of her. So like we said, she was drugged and she started coming yep. out of it. Um, she you, also had a really cute bandana on that's a dog of honor with little yep. pink flowers. The thing is, is that when you throw something in her, in her yard, she expects that she is supposed to go get it. Yeah. So cornhole's tricky. And I wanted to play a lot more cornhole this summer to get her used to it and just like kayaking we haven't played any cornhole and i literally for the life of me have no idea where the summer went yeah we did and i feel like an old woman when i say that but it's true like where did you go summer how is it not june 5th yeah so uh yeah so we did that what else did we have Um, i think that was everything was that everything yeah um and then oh no that's not everything we got the party foul it's not a party fall when it's your party. It's your party and you can puke if you want to. Oof, boy. So this girl, she let her cousin Katie pour the drinks for her you're not all gonna, night. You're not going to railroad Katie. This and, is not uh, her fault. Even even Kelly and I was like, what are you doing? Why? No, like, no. Like, Katie's drunk. She can't be pouring your drinks, too. <laughs> no. She was oh trying my gosh. to help me. There was a, Thank you, Katie. There was a point <laughs> in time in which Jess went to the bathroom and yelled for Kelly, and I was like, Kelly, I think you're being paged. And Kelly went in there, and I I didn't know exactly what happened, but Kelly came back out and said something about she needed chips, and I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to go to the bathroom after everybody left. I've got just finally in bed after she threw up and everything, and everybody's left the house except for my mom, and I'm, I'm closing up the house, and I go into our half bath, and there is chips <laughs> everywhere. Some of them stuck to the mirror somehow. Some of them are on the sink. And I was like... It may not have been my best moment, but I cleaned up it for myself. And I have no regrets because I had the best time of my life at that reception. I was like, huh, what is going... What went on here? Kelly said she needed chips. I don't... I I guess she wanted to redecorate the bathroom with chips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, not embarrassed. Things happen. Yeah, I, t- I told that to Jared the next day. I was like, oh, yep, she threw up. Yep, party foul. Not Whoa, party, party foul. It's your own party. Nope, nope. I will never accept that. 
But yeah, so we woke up the next day and everyone was still here and a bunch of people still came over, which was cool. And we had, yeah. we, you know, they helped clean leftovers. up. Yeah, we helped clean up everything. We had tons of leftovers. I put the pasta in the oven. We all ate food. Like, it was great. We had a fire that night. It was really cool because... Tara and Adam were supposed to literally be here for the reception on Saturday and then go home Sunday. Yeah. And they end up they ended up, you know, he spending another day with us. He called me at like ten AM and was like, So we didn't make our flight and I started laughing and I was like, All right, we'll come over whenever you guys are awake or yeah. whatever and he's like, Yeah, he's like, We we we're gonna reschedule our flight and he's like, and uh, we'll be over there soon and I was like, Okay, cool. And they came over. Uh Chuck went and got uh didn't he go get stuff from mimosas? Yeah, because the next day I was like, man, I wish I had stuff from mimosas because, you know, a little hair of the dog. And, and then he just disappeared. Stephanie looked at him and I didn't know she was saying something to him. And he got up and I thought he went to the bathroom. And then I was like, man, he's been gone for a long time. Like, is he okay? And then he comes back with like two bottles of champagne and orange juice. And she's like, well, I sent him to get yeah. mimosas. So yeah. that was very cool. He of did them. that. I went and got us uh, McDonald's breakfast yeah. that morning. Yeah. Uh, but it was just really cool because like, I, we still know, had the table set up and a bunch of people still came over and so we all hung out out there and yeah because i mean your aunt and uncle was still here well yep let's see uh share uncle share uncle cheryl wow <laughs> aunt cheryl uncle keith were here uncle johnny was still here yeah. kelly and west were still here the kelly cassies were still yeah, here but they, they left, left that day so did kelly and katie yeah they left that day but they left. all came over that morning yeah uh tara and adam were here and then my mom my you parents, and your parents. My aunt and uncle, yeah. So it was just fun. It was just a great time. I just loved it. I thank you again for, to everyone who came, all of my friends and family, and all of the yep. work our family put into it. Like I will never stop appreciating that. I loved. I loved every second of it. Yeah, we had we had a lot of cool stuff. Um, a lot of cool stuff happened with with our friends being here. That was just yeah, a lot was, of fun. It was so is, fun. Yeah, so that yeah, was, it was great. a good time. So you can see why I'm disappointed that we didn't do anything this year. <laughs> and you can see why I'm like, well, we partied for four days last year. Uh, that should make up for well, a couple Well, next year years. we're supposed to go on our honeymoon on our anniversary. So Whew. we'll see how that goes. Buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up for whatever's going to happen. Who yeah. knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. So cool. Um, we mentioned uh, that we had a double feature Yeah. for our... Uh, anniversary this year speaking of our this year's anniversary our double feature was uh totally random totally random two movies one was uh summer rental with john candy 1985 oh my god it was just classic 80s i had never seen it john candy rip torn um uh let's see richard uh karina or, or kerna c-r-e-n-n-a krenna Dang, I can Sounded never say that. Eh, you know. Um, and then Karen Austin. Great and a young Joey Lawrence as well. Yeah. Uh very, very cool. Just very like cool your movie. classic eighties John Candy. I'm sure you've all seen it. I'm probably yeah. the only person that hasn't seen it. It's it's my favorite John Candy movie of all time. Mine I, is Uncle Buck. I, I I love that that movie. It's also got Carrie Green in it, who's uh the girl in Goonies. Yeah, the main girl. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, classic, classic John Candy, funny. He's, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, he does his physical humor. He's got his fu funny lines. Yeah. Like he's with funny people. It's a funny story. It's goofy. It's yeah. just a good movie. It's a good 80s movie. 
Uh, we followed that up with San Andreas. Oh my God, so ridiculous. <laughs> I was reminded of watching Sharknado, which in and of itself is going to be on a podcast, but uh, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Carla Gugino, who I think is super underrated, and I love her as an actress, and yes. she's gorgeous. Yeah. I have a crush on her. And also in that was Alexandra D'Addario as well. She's the third She was person. playing his daughter going off to college, who was supposed to be 18, but in real life, she was 28 when she did that, and she looked it. <laughs> and I'm like, this chick is not whatever. It's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, but a good movie. It's a disaster movie. Oh, it's, and Paul, Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he was good. It's what you would expect out of like, I, so I call these like Jason Statham movies, <laughs> these type of movies. I'll be like, I'm in the mood for like a Jason Statham movie where you know it's going to be ridiculous. You know what you're going to get. Your yep. storyline is not going to be winning any Oscars, but you're going to have movement throughout the whole thing. It's going to be, you know, high energy. Action packed. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds like a Statham, one of my Jason Statham movies, minus Jason Statham. And the CGI is great. Yeah. It's really yeah, great. it was good. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. And I hear you said they're going to be making a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's about the San Andreas fault being like earthquaked off the United States. So is it just about the people left on there and how they were stranded? Uh, it's going to be another 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 quake oh my gosh so crazy yeah i love disaster movies especially when like the damages are reparable that's what i like yeah most. we don't want to be able to come back from it no i need a good disaster movie we're living in a disaster movie i i I, I i want a disaster movie where the where the world explodes at the end like yeah well stick no around victory. for a few more years and i think it might happen no victory live it. total death we so, also watched a few shows recently. As you we know, we have many rules regarding watching television. Oh, boy. And we had a couple short shows that we watched since we've been housebound, like a couple of agoraphobics. No offense to anyone who has agoraphobia. It's a real thing, but we don't. And so I don't want to act like it. <laughs> so uh, we watched uh, Squid Game. Yes. Finally, two years later after it came out, we're, we're, we're finally catching well, that wave. I never really knew. I just thought it was going to be kind of like Saw. And I don't, I, I mean, I feel like, because that's what Saw is. You're like stuck playing these games and you could die. And yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's just like that, but it's like that in premise. It's, it's uh, yes and no. I mean, it's about these people who are like down on their luck. Yeah. It's a Korean show and it's like, they get the opportunity to play these games to like get money. And when she says- and they, when she says down on their luck, it means like they've been, you know, betting on racehorses and losing consistently, they owe money to, yeah. lower, owing a lot of money. I will say it did hook me. I will say that I was like, wow, this is, I got, I'm getting more background story about the people where, like I said, I thought it'd be a little bit more Saw-like and you wouldn't have that. But I will say it's about what, nine episodes? It's yeah. I would say the first half is really good. The, the last few are like, okay. And then the ending's like, hmm. The ending is kind of, it, it it's kind of open because we got another season they're going to make. Which apparently. I I didn't want that. No, I, I, as a viewer, limited series is is what I think that should have been. Yeah, I feel like they should have closed it up, but they they left it open. I will say that with the first episode and the first game, I was like. I was leaning back in my seat, and then as things started to unfold with the first game, not to spoil it, but. I sat up in my seat yeah. and was like, oh, 
There were oh, a few times that's where I, what we're doing. I looked at you and I was like, what am I even watching right now? Like, what is happening? And yeah. I will say the end was unexpected. Yes. So, for sure. I mean, I, I think just for something different, like we watched it English dubbed and English subtitled. One thing uh, Netflix started doing a couple years ago was just auto Englishing everything. So it used to be well, like if whatever you, whatever country you're in. Yeah, but it's it used to be to like language. if you picked a Spanish show, I was watching like Money Heist. When you originally went to watch Money Heist, it was in Spanish and you could put English subtitles. Then uh, they changed it and everything you play, even if it's foreign, is automatically English. Oh. So that's tricky for me sometimes, especially with um, Asian things, because I feel like sometimes the voices they pick are very overdone very yes. like almost comical which to me sort of there's one character in it and she's annoying but I don't think she'd be as annoying if they didn't give her that voice and I did tell Stephen and we didn't do this I want to go back and watch like a good 10 minutes of it with in Korean because yeah. I feel like I don't know. I, I almost feel like it's some of the voices they use are almost insulting to the culture. Possibly. You know, Maybe I'm just being dramatic. And okay. and I told her I grew up watching Bruce Lee films, and Bruce Lee always did his own English overdubs. Yeah. So I... I and none of these people did. Yeah. They're yeah. all Korean actors and actresses. Yeah. Good actors. Like, there, yeah. there's one guy who um, is an older gentleman, and I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Now, the main guy did win an Emmy. I don't 100% think it was an Emmy award-winning performance and i don't know how that works because like i said we watched it in english so we're not even hearing him deliver his lines so maybe if we had heard that it would have been a little bit more powerful maybe but yeah. i don't know but i, I mean I, I recommend giving it a try just as something different and, if, and just if you're not big into you know it's it's rated for mature audiences yeah it's definitely not, is what i'm going to say yeah it's not for kids um but as we're talking about uh Thing, it shows that have this language thing. Um, I just finished watching uh, uh, Tokyo Vice, oh, yeah. which is not a show we were going to talk about today, but I no. feel it's relevant to the conversation that, and the fact that... Or they, is he in Japan? He's in Japan. So he speaks... The main actor learned how to speak fluent Japanese. He's white. He's white. And he's there's in also, Japan. There's also a white woman that learned how to speak fluent Japanese. And I think there's someone from, I want to say she's either from uh, Sweden or France, but she learned how to speak full Japanese. So you have English and Japanese that happen in this show, and some episodes are more Japanese than English. And there's no overdubs. I'm watching it at night in bed, and sometimes I got to hit pause because they talk so fast. Yeah. Um, but I felt like watching that, I felt like those performances were better than watching the Korean dubbed, uh, yeah. you know. Cause, but that's yeah. only because we didn't get to see them. Like, they they don't have to speak English for us. No. But it's just the way they, it's just the voiceover that is used in a lot of times where I'm just like, what is this even? Whose voice even sounds like this in English? Yeah. And I, and I with Tokyo Vice not having any sort of weird, crazy overdubs like that, I did. I was never distracted by that. Whereas with Squid Game, that one character was oh, always distracting. Oh, that one girl was very distracting, yes. Yeah. It was like, oh man, this is over the top. I don't feel like this is real. 
I then picked a random Netflix show that was a limited series called Brand New Cherry Flavor, <laughs> which was a part two of, and even more so, what the heck am I watching? I mean, seriously, this show had, I mean, just when the episode that you just watched you thought was crazy, the next episode is crazier than what you just watched. Yes. They they did some insane stuff in this show it um, was starring rosa salazar who i've never seen anything with her before but she was fantastic yep. like you could watch this and not even like the show but you would be like dang this girl was good it has some supernatural elements it takes place in the 90s um david lynch kind of filming yeah. um kind of noir filming but you know yeah. has a supernatural element another show where it got me and it was the first half was really good and then the last couple episodes and then the end and i was like huh i don't know if i love how this ended but i don't yeah. regret watching it no i just wish their last three episodes had been like maybe one episode maybe like one long episode because it was a half hour show yeah no it was an hour was it an hour yeah um, yeah, I just felt like their last three episodes, they could have condensed that a little bit more and made it work. Cause they got, she mentioned David Lynch. They got really attached to the, to the David Lynchness of filming and they kind of, it seemed like with the last three episodes, they cared more about that than they did landing the plot. I think if you like something different, if you're in the market for something different, you like the 90s, you like that yep. David Lynch type, and you're just like, I just want my mind to be melded a little bit, Yeah, I say watch it. Yeah, and uh, Catherine Keener was fantastic. Yes. So was Jeff Ward. Jeff Ward was in the last few seasons of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. For any of you that watched that, I feel like uh, probably not that many because they're, they're Viewers dropped off a lot towards the last couple of seasons, but he was a good part of that show, and he was very good in this. I'm, I was happy to see him do something else. We also have been watching the show Evil on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. Um, we watched the first two seasons. We haven't watched the third season yet, and I know they're renewed for a fourth. I'm curious as to if any of you out there, besides Kelly, because I've already talked to her, yeah. are watching Evil, because I am, like, torn <laughs> I th I really like like Mike Coulter's in it. He's great. He was Luke Cage in yep. the Marvel series. Yep. Um, Katja Herbers is in it. I've never seen her in anything, but I love her in this. I love her character. Asif Manzi is really good, and then Michael Emerson is your Lost and Person of yeah. Interest. If so you, he's if in you it. liked Michael Emerson's acting in Lost or Person of Interest, you will love him in this. Yeah, he this show steals every scene he's in this show is basically about like a skeptical lapsed catholic psychologist who joins like a priest in training and like a tech guy as they do assessments for the catholic church and she's the one that doesn't believe yep. and is trying to find a psychological reason while they're trying to determine should we do an exorcism what kind of evil is going on and then they start battling like good versus evil in like their lives and there's one antagonist that is throughout the whole show and like he was in season one and it was good he was in season two and I kind of started getting annoyed and I think he's going to be even more so in it in season three and this might be where I get lost because I'm like yeah we're not getting anywhere. Like I like the show for some of the concepts and some of the things, and she's a good, strong character, 
but I just feel like we aren't getting anywhere. Um, I do, I do like the character of Ben. Ben is the Ben he's is also a non-believer. Yeah, but he was raised Muslim. He was raised Muslim, but he's an atheist. Yes, and his sister is still Muslim. You see her occasionally. Um, and Mike Coulter is is great. He, yeah, he I watched really the Luke good. Cage series, which one of these days I'll, I'll hopefully get Jess one to of watch. These days Luke Cage. he'll take me through the Netflix Marvel series <laughs> if he's ever lucky. She's made it through Daredevil, but not the rest. Oh, um, that's but, funny. Dude. But Mike Coulter is underrated. Punisher, yeah, Punisher as well. Yeah, Mike Coulter is underrated. He oh, he's is, a good actor. He is fantastic. And I'm not gonna lie, y'all. He's he good. He's, is he's nice easy to look at. On the eyes. Yeah. Hey yo. Yeah. Ooh, got got some. Ooh. Got perfect teeth. <laughs> yeah. He's like next to Roman Reigns with teeth. If there's any ladies out there like teeth, I'm going to tell you, check out Roman Reigns and Mike Coulter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he's Bright got a great chompers, great smile. Like he's, he's a charming dude. Um, yeah. but yeah, I gotta say like for me, uh, Mike, Michael Emerson, just, he steals yeah. every scene that yeah, he's in. He's good. He is fan. It, like there are scenes that sometimes I'll just hit pause and look at Jess and go, you know, the outtake, or as soon as they hit cut, you know, he's got to be laughing. Oh, at they he all just have said, to be. Like, yeah. Cause he's just having a blast. Like, I mean, oh. I like, I like it. And as a, as a non-believer myself, like I'm, I'm very interested in like the, the good, the bad, the evil, the devil versus all that. Like, just, I mean, I feel like if you believe in one, you got to believe in the other because you got the yin and the yang. And I, it's an interesting show for that. I watch. And, and psychologically and beliefs and all of that. Being a psych major, like, I love it. I watched Supernatural and I enjoyed Supernatural because in that world, Everything that was a myth, an urban legend, a religion, whatever it was, it all existed. Yeah, and I cool. liked that. I wish that evil was more into that where everything existed. I wish they would expand a little bit to where it's not you're either in the Catholic Church bucket or you're in the devil bucket. Yeah. Like I wish that there was a little bit more expansion. Yeah. Like I for hope, me. I hope they get into like more Ben's sister side and get into yeah. the Muslim side. Let's get Or just in there. some spirituality where it doesn't have to be good versus evil or you know what I mean? Like I don't well, know. Well the show is called evil. I know, but I just mean like good in terms of one body of good and one body of evil. Yeah. Whereas I feel like they could make it a little bit bigger to go outside of all of it to where even maybe the antagonist and protagonist have a storyline where they're sort of working together, which I think would be very interesting. They could go genuinely, not just like pretend. I mean, yeah. I mean, shows like Supernatural that stuck around for 15 years and eventually at some point that kind of stuff does happen. years. That's amazing to me. I couldn't get past eight episodes. (laughs) It was the same episode over and over again. Yes. The first, excuse me again. The first seven episodes of Supernatural season one are formulaic. Oh my God. They, I was like, I can't even with these two boys anymore. They are doing the same thing over and over again. Just pop out a different villain. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode, except not cool. It's like they went to a town. There's a bad guy. They, yes. There's a monster. They kill the monster. They move to the next Which town. Which we all and know then, I love episodic procedural television. So you would think I would like it, but it was even too much for me. <laughs> and then by the time they get to like season eight or nine, 
they lose that entirely. Season, I have to watch eight seasons. No, the, like they stop the episodicness of it. It was episodic for a good eight seasons oh where it was gosh. considered Monster of the Week. And at a certain point, the guy who created the show, Eric Kripke, left the show. And then the writer's room had to figure out how they were going to write so it. they did more like overarching and stuff. And they did overarching stuff. And that's what most of us that were still watching, that was our complaint, was that they didn't get back to Monster of the Week, mm-hmm. uh, which he went on to do, at a certain point, The Boys. Oh, okay. So that's, you know, where he ended up. Well, we've given some reviews on the shows where we've sort of like thumbs up, thumbs down in the middle on them all, but, yep. n- but nothing that we would say don't watch. Just, you know, we yep. recommend it, but not yep. highly. Yes, and I would also say, uh, because I watched them today, I would also say that if you're not watching Rings of Power or House of the Dragon, you seriously should get on board. Those shows are fantastic. I am not watching, and I shall not get on board. (laughs) And good day. Man, great shows. Loving loving every minute of it. I think that's all we have for y'all today. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find your podcasts. We will be there waiting for you with our beautiful voices. We hope that you listen to us. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all.